Welcome to this very special series on India and Brazil on the KJ Masterclass Live every fortnight along with my esteemed friend and podcast host Tom Riok. We explore together our nation's journeys in business, culture and politics and podcasting as we strive to find our rightful place in the global arena. And as you can see, we are joined by our friend from Campinas, Brazil, is Tom Riok, who has spent his whole life there, an American known as the king of networking with a wealth of experience in market development and product management across diverse businesses. Tom is the founder and host of three business podcasts, a public speaker and author. His deep expertise and extensive network will provide invaluable insights into Brazil's dynamic landscape. And last time, he provided a lot of insights into the podcasting industry, how Brazil is taking its rightful place in the global broadcasting uh, positioning and, and industry. And this time we'll be talking about business opportunities between India and Brazil. Over, uh, Welcome to the show once again, uh, Tom. And, and I leave it to you to now talk to the audience on about what we'll be talk talking today. Well, well, today again, AJ, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, inspiring me and us to create this. Uh, which again is a unique experience of two podcast hosts creating a third uh, opportunity of speaking about opportunities between India and Brazil. Uh, and as we talked about, even in podcasting, you two are a reference uh, for podcasting. Uh, you you have an, an, an energy, all right? a creative energy that's admirable. Uh, and that's one of the things that attracted me to you uh, is the dynamic approach that you give to sharing knowledge. And we both know that you in India, here in Brazil, there are opportunities. We feel those, we see those. But we also know that there's a larger world out there and there are many people who don't know about these opportunities. So this to our audience is a platform uh, to share with us and help us share with you uh, the opportunities, those things that we see as business opportunities, not only between India and Brazil, but for any country, any company, any uh, investor outside of either in India or Brazil, they can see the similarities between the two countries. Uh, we can also see the challenges between India and Brazil. Uh, so there is opportunity for anybody in the world wanting to do business either in India and Brazil. And one of the things we're going to be sharing on this series uh, are the many different aspects of that and the information that's out there that many people may not be aware. We've talked about the physical sizes of the countries. Uh, they're both, I want to say, continental in the fact of size. Uh, they each delve on different languages, all right, and different cultural aspects. But as we say, and you say that in your masterclass, business is business. And business opportunities from business persons is to find the way to take advantage of those opportunities. So I think that's our start. And we'll talk about the size of the business opportunities. What does India and Brazil represent in the world in terms of GDP? And what I've seen, what I found being chat GPT and other references, we're very similar, uh, but right. to that, we are both countries that are service oriented. 
So we see from India, almost 58% of the GDP is from service. And in Brazil, 59% from service. Where we think of industry, where we think of agriculture as being the strong points, they are equally strong, but not as strong as service. So we are service-oriented countries, and there are service-oriented opportunities. And why is that important? Because service opportunities can be on the web, they can be on the internet. We don't have to build a factory. We don't have to invest in brick and mortar uh, to have access. We don't have to plant corn or soybeans. So business startups, business opportunities in a service-oriented economy are very quick uh, to reap benefits. Do you agree with me? Right, right. And and you, if we look at uh, the, uh, the opportunities, we both have uh, large domestic markets, growing middle class. We all have strategic geographical uh, locations, you know, and then we have got abundant natural resources, entrepreneurial ecosystems in India. The government has laid a lot of focus on the startup India. A lot of and India, we got lots and lots of uh, small businesses, MSMEs, medium, medium and small scale enterprises. Then, in terms of the skilled workforce, that's that's almost the same. And even in the scientific and technological capabilities, India is also moving towards a great amount of digi, digitalization and and that is also uh, happening at the at a very rapid pace earlier even i was not very very uh, what you call conversant with using all the mm -hmm. things even for paying money online but now i do use so not only one but certain amount of you know wallets at the same time so a lot of things are happening in that front and i'm sure in terms of you know different aspects of Either it's, it's, it's in terms of, you see, uh, in, in terms of uh, solar energy, in terms of pharmaceuticals, in terms of services. And you see, your economy is very much uh, dependent or, or, or say uh, it uses a lot of tourism and, uh, and, and trade. And, and in our case, we are much more into, you know, information and communication technology. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot to exchange lot to learn india is also trying to uh, find its way into tourism you just just a couple of days back indigo has given a huge amount of big order to airbus industry so for that uh, for uh, for many many aircraft so that shows that you know that uh, the whole travel is going to change too much a lot of number of airports are coming up in india i'm sure this is going to bring a lot of tourism into into the country so we are very very uh focused on this area and that is where we can learn from brazil a bit how exactly you people are utilizing uh this this opportunity and i'm sure there is a lot of exchange going on in certain areas you know where we are doing especially you know india is, is exporting a lot of pharmaceuticals in terms of uh pl plastics uh, motor vehicles we can right. we have potential uh, potential a uh, lot of potential for growth and then packaging plastics chemicals ceramics all those areas are there for as big business opportunities between the two nations well and that's true and and here from the brazilian side uh, this is all happening uh, there are major investments by indian companies in brazil uh, trade between india and brazil has always been strong 
Uh, and that's to the points that you mentioned. Textiles historically were very important and still are very important. The chemical, the petrochemical side, very important, all right, as raw materials. But when we get to these as the B2B type uh, companies, the consumer, the, the, the ordinary person on the street, he doesn't see that. He doesn't necessarily see where it's, where a, a, he may see where the textile's coming if he's bought a shirt or a dress, but he may, may not see where that factory came from. He may not see where the, the raw materials and the petrochemical side have come. And he may not know where the pharmaceuticals are coming from. Uh, he may not see that and may not identify that as being from India. All right. But it's there. It's here and it's growing. Uh, so it's the large companies and generally they are B2B that are carrying on uh, this commerce where the common person isn't aware of that. I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's just the way it is. Uh, and what we need, what we are doing is just communicating that more to different levels of people. So why are the benefits? So historically here, you're saying the pharmaceutical industry, the chemicals coming from that, that was highlighted, I want to say, unfortunately, during the pandemic, where Brazil literally was dependent, uh, became more dependent on the raw materials coming from India. Because there is a strong manufacturing base here for pharmaceuticals in Brazil. Uh, but many of the products and subproducts come from India. The packaging equipment that you mentioned, there, there is not a pharmaceutical product that you buy here that's not packaged one way. And that's all high technology of how transforming raw materials into a pill or syrup or injectable or whatever, and then packaging that in the right way and getting that to the public. So that logistic uh, frame involves many other companies and services. And that's all happening. It's not something that's going to happen. No, that's where our partnership in business historically has come. What we are reaching for, and we're talking about the service industry, same thing, There's still there are services being offered. We're talking about the fintechs, all right? talking about access, we may not know where that's coming from. We may, we, we may not know uh, where the code is being developed. But we do know, I know, and you know that, much of that's happening in India. So again, as we talk, big companies, find it's easier for them to find business relations. When we're talking about medium and, and small companies, it's more of a challenge. But it's there. If you look, you will find it. And, we're, and, and across the whole line of what we see, you mentioned the alternative energies. Sunshine is abundant in both places. Wind, abundant in both places. So how, right. how is that transformed? Part of that is, let's say, hard tech. Part of that is soft tech. Part of that is services. So there are many avenues to be developed. Uh, and we see that happening. I, mean, I see that happening on our side. Uh, Indian Brazilian business associations exist, and they exist to create uh, the face to face contact with persons, with businesses. Uh, and that's something we have to highlight. As I mentioned to you uh, recently, I, I took part in a CEO forum here in Brazil. And in just general discussion with people, you know, people, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is what I'm doing. So I have another idea. I'm working with, with AJ. We've developed a chat uh, 
uh, on uh, two podcasts. We've joined two podcasts to talk about business relations in Brazil. What was, I would say, finding the sense of interesting. As soon as I mentioned Indian Brazil, it sparked a reaction, positive reaction from those persons. Where it would be, hey, not only a good idea, but they would also mention uh, either a business relation they have or had or opportunities that they see. So that's sometimes below the surface. And what we need to do is what we're doing is talking about it and bringing that forward uh, and putting it on top shelf. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you see how how things are also changing. In, uh, in 2021, Brazil was uh, exporting, you know, crude oil, soybean oil and, and, and gold. Gold is very, very uh, a favorite in terms of, you know, Indians because we use it in a lot of customs, especially wedding seasons. Mm -hmm. it, it's considered, we consider it as very sacred also. So we utilize it for many, many uh, things. So and and India exported, you see, refined petroleum. So we got crude, we sent refined petroleum, pesticides and packaged medicines. And now things are changing. Now you see the new type of uh, understanding that we are developing in terms of we see the opportunities there is in the solar energy, in the renewable sector, that that sector is opening up. In the tourism sector, we can see that. Even in pharmaceuticals, you see, you are the you are the window for India because of this uh, uh, Mercosur trade agreement that that can allow Indian companies to you know get get into that part of the world. So huge opportunities even for Brazil. We we have a lot of opportunities to understand how best we can uh, make use of this renewable sector. We have both the same aspirations there. We both have have you know wanting to expand solar globe. Uh, you know globally we want both the solar usage uh, better for everybody so that we are equally concerned about the climate change and all. So I'm sure these areas from just crude oil or, or import or export, uh, from, you know, in terms of gold, beyond that, we are moving towards the bigger gold called sunshine. So I see that's a huge thing. And, you know, there are bottlenecks, some problems here and there, uh, you know, that can be. But as I spoke earlier, let's look at the opportunities about the large domestic markets which we can serve and, you know, much more closer ar arrangement or agreement between our, our countries and yours. A lot of Indian companies are there operating in Brazil already, you know, and I'm sure with the coming days, there will be much more cohesive cooperation right. between the two nations. Well, I think to your point, uh, also what we need to highlight, India and Brazil are, are complex societies. Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, the makeup, the, take, speaking about India from a Brazilian point of view, when we look out to India, uh, we understand the cultural, inf local cultural influences. Uh, and we also understand the challenges in terms of language. That English may be a, a business platform, but within the country, within India, you have several languages. So right. for a Brazilian, uh, wanting to do business with or in India. And I will say the same thing in reverse for an Indian wanting to do business uh, in Brazil. We need to understand the local cultures. And to do that, we need to partner with somebody who knows that. Uh, for a Brazilian to go to India and try to do it by him or herself, that's a challenge. 
So finding appropriate business opportunities, uh, I would say is the first step in any time uh, and any type of realization of opportunities. Find the right people, find people who can help you understand. And in India, as in Brazil, you have very large and important regionalities uh, and local situations that need to be on. India is not one thing. And Brazil is not one thing. So where you want to try, where you should start trying uh, to find your way, it's important to do that with somebody who knows the local environment. Uh, and you realize that. And I see that here. So there's many companies coming to Brazil. Uh, look at Brazil's one thing. It does. Brazil has a, an opportunity different in that it has a uh, one language. It's Portuguese. All right. So you need to find and communicate in Brazil in Portuguese. In India, uh, you need to find and communicate in several different languages. So that's just more complex. But to get across uh, what you can as a manufacturing company, as a service company, what you're offering needs to be communicated appropriately, Brazil and India. And that's a challenge on the Brazilian business side of understanding the cultural influences in India. So how to do that? And who do I need to look for help in doing that? Multinational companies, the large companies that we know that share this with, they've done that. They've created their structure. They're in India. They're here in Brazil. They're growing. Uh, but for the rest of us common people, we have found ourselves, you and I, on an internet platform. Well, it's not impossible. We can find persons, knowledgeable persons, who can help in a very, I don't say simple way. It was not complex in the way we started our relationship. So that's the same truth for most other people, which is taking that, I let's call it a simple step. It's the first step of creating relationships and it's through personal relationships that business will grow. Right, right. And, and you see where, where you have the, uh, the, the will to do business or the will to communicate, then language or anything will not be a barrier. Like, like in, in you, in, Brazil, if I understand, uh, the ma main language is Portuguese. Right. And and very few people, maybe four to five percent people speak English, if I'm mm -hmm. correct. That's true. And, and you see, you are well settled there for so many years. <laughs> I and, speak and Portuguese. You, you do. Yes, yes, you do speak Portuguese. But what I mean to say is that even in India, we have, uh, we have uh, English, a lot of people understand. And then there are a lot of regional languages, a lot of mm -hmm. people speaking in Hindi, mm -hmm. but the communication has never been a problem if I go to any part of my country. And, and we understand in the same way, it is a lot of people who come to India and as tourists, right? they communicate with people who do not know English. They go to rural areas and somehow they are able to communicate. But now the whole world is changing. You see, there are a lot of Gadgets, immediately <laughs> you speak in one language, it will translate to another language, you know, and, and, and that's so that I don't think in the coming days with more and more understanding and, you know, just all you need is to understand each other better, have that clarity of thought. 
have that clarity to do the right sort of business together. And once you come to that, uh, there are people who are there to facilitate uh, the, right. the or, or the cross the language barrier. There is a bridge for that. I'm sure. Uh, no, and what we see that AJ, you you interviewed hundreds of persons as masters in your master class. So you you are I don't want to say you're tired of it, but you it's a challenge. You you talk to experts every day, and they're everywhere in the world. All right, and they're successful. Uh, in my podcast, I speak to successful people. But what is the key element that both of us have found? All right. How do you reach success? The first step in reaching success is taking that first step. If we look at all the challenges of not taking the first step, you never do it. So when I came to Brazil, I didn't speak Portuguese. So how did you communicate? Mimicry with my fingers, with anything. Uh, but I found a way. And as you mentioned, students go to India and they will find their way to communicate. And that's everywhere in the world. If you have the ambition to want to learn, you take that step and you do it. We're talking about India or Brazil or Germany, France, China, whatever. Take that step and go. And those business-oriented type persons who accept challenge, all right, and understand that it's not easy. If it were easy, everybody would be in business and everybody would be successful, right? But that's not the case. You have to have it, you have to have a, a business mindset. And that's taking the first step. Not I say, well, if I go to India, I won't be able to speak. I'll go to India and you'll communicate. Indians coming to Brazil, they communicate, they find a way. And Brazilians are also receptive in that side. They may not speak, but they're very receptive of persons coming. They understand the persons coming and wanting to find an opportunity. They will help those persons. As I was helped many, many years ago when I came. So I lived that. I felt that. So why have I been here? Why have I been successful? I, I took the first step. I never thought that step would be that big or that challenging. But what we learn every step of the way adds to our success. And we each see that every day. When we go back and say, why have you become a successful business person or consultant or whatever? Uh, everybody has the story to tell. And they've gone through these challenges. So the barriers are not in language. The barriers are not in culture. Uh, our business success, the barriers here in our head. So the, the openness that I see, and back, I want to use you as a reference, uh, your openness uh, to accept, to expand, to promote is part of business success, not only for yourself, but for others. And that's what we try to do here. I think the Brazilians too have that in their sense. They want to help others succeed. It's good for them. It's good for their country. Uh, it's good for everybody. So, so those are the steps. So business persons listening, take the step. The opportunities there are talking, you know, uh, more than a billion people in India, if you're talking to consumer market. We have more than 200 million people here in Brazil. But they're large, they're large markets. Absolutely, absolutely. And India is a big, big expanding market with more than, you know, 1.4, almost 4 billion people this size. So any company which is coming into Brazil gets a very ready-made market, waiting market for them. And in especially, you know, uh, in, the, in so many sectors, we have both 
so much of opportunities for coll collaboration and to add value to each other. And I'm, and I guess like we have collaborated for podcasting, like India and Bharat, both are making their strides in podcasting. Last time we focused on that. I'm sure a lot of strides and further development or cooperation collaborations will happen uh, in, in business as well as and that's the whole idea of this show is to you know uh, focus and refocus and reiteration of the same issues and expanding the potential between the two countries especially in the business and when you do business you also understand each other much much closely that's that's the good part of knowing people and talking to people and even doing business with them so i guess yeah. any closing any any closing words uh, from you, uh, Tom, and then we can wrap this up. No, what I would say just is that, that the opportunities are there. You have to take them. Uh, if we look at the, the, the other parts of the world, uh, North America, Europe, I don't want to say they've happened, but they're more mature markets. Uh, they're more challenging markets in, in, in the sense of competition. So both India and Brazil share uh, a neutral playing field, so you can come here and play your business game. You will be welcomed, uh, and the success factor could be higher, uh, regardless of the, the, the challenges. It's more expensive, and we know that. It's more expensive to try to develop a new company in Europe, in Asia, uh, in the United States, than probably it will be in Brazil or India. So that, that startup the energy, not only the, the financial side, the energy needed could and probably will be less. And so the success factor will probably be higher. And we've seen that. So the challenges are there, but the opportunities are as well. But take the first step. Absolutely. Take the first step. Take the first towards building a big business for yourself in either of these countries and take the big first step towards adding value to a larger group of people in this small planet of ours. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Age.